0: What is going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Christians of the Millennia. Um, Today we definitely had an interesting conversation. Um, I just know that as we continue to grow and progress and persevere and learn and develop and just continue to try to improve ourselves, um, that life still gets in the way. That life still happens to us and um, many of us, if not all of us, we come across storms in our lives, storms in our paths. Um, and sometimes those storms are a direct byproduct of our own decisions, and sometimes they're not. Um, sometimes it just comes with the territory, as some might say. But um, <clears throat> God really put it on my heart to share some things that He was talking to me about when it comes to storms and hoping that I can provide some kind of encouragement and inspiration um, for you to continue to push through, um, because of what that storm might actually bring for you. Um, not all storms are encountered so that we may suffer or struggle or feel pain or hurt or anguish. Um, but that storm could actually be getting you closer to your purpose, your goal, the place you're called to be, the person that you're called to be. Um, and so I just want to share a little bit with that, a little bit of that. And, uh, Without further ado, we're going to hop right in there. So welcome back, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy the episode.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so what's got you and you, Jamal? Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good way to warm up.
2: talk about Annie too much because we're going to put that out eventually mm. but hmm. yeah my job is to he put it to me like this he said Jamal let's get thing, one thing clear your job is to be with me your occupation I'll take care of that mm. and I was in a space where I was trying to figure out like what is my job what is my job like what is the thing that I'm gonna do like what is that career-wise what is my job and then uh you turn on the uh conversation with Annie and it's like okay now we're gonna destroy your uh mountain of worth is what you do your worth is what you do make you worth something and I was like hmm oh. and she mm. answered for me she was like no and she just starts going to the, through the list of like all the things that we're gonna cut off and separate you from and it mm. was very interesting the stuff that she was uh, saying mm-hmm. so he has been showing me a lot of that but that's that's just the gist
1: mm. yeah mm. yeah that's crazy been showing you Hmm. Mm. a lot of roots of things that uh, a lot of interconnected roots, um, things that I thought, uh, I dealt with for like a year ago you know like moments in worship where i was like wow god thanks for healing that and god's now saying like oh no that was just the start of what i want to do in this um this this thing in this area um having to do with a lot of fear that i have and uh it's intimidating (laughs) um because i know what part of my heart he wants to work on Mm -hmm. um and it's not going to be, it's going to be worth it, but it's just, it's just, easy. It's it feels easier to not deal with it. Um, yeah, so he's been showing me that.
3: Um, <clears throat> it's kind of been a lot, kind of just, not all in one area, just kind of scattered pieces I think I've been doing a lot of I don't want to say soul searching um, Mm. but really trying to hone in um, on what I really need to stand on as my primary foundation and the things that will come from that Um, you know, even Hmm. to kind of elude to the storm, um, there are storms, but then there's also things that we perceive as storms that aren't really storms. Mm -hmm. And when you're not stable, when you're not walking on level ground, like Mm. God said, he will lay out for you, um, any little bump wave any little thing feels like it rocks the boat mm-hmm. um and so i, I think mm. there's a lot of perceived storms out there that are not really storms um but it's you know myself and maybe just other people in general that were n- just not walking on balanced footing yet um and so you know some of those little things feel like it's an even bigger thing than it really is um, and that's just cause we might not be as centered as we need to be. Um, it's that's real. funny.
1: Cause that's, that's, that's exactly what I see when I'm out surfing mm-hmm. and I see people in the water, uh, in open ocean yeah. for like one of the first times on a surfboard. They're like on the board. They don't have balance yet. They don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you see the guy who's like, you know, 60, he's been out there his whole life. Mm-hmm. He's just chilling. Right. Waves come by. Boom, boom, boom. But to the other person, they're like, they don't have the balance, so even just a tiny just wave on. can throw them off balance. Mm-hmm. It's just new water, <clears throat> new territory. Because mm-hmm. um, even if you know how the ocean works, and you go to, for example, there's two spots that I always go to, so I know how the water works there. I'm right. comfortable there. Right. But if I go to a new spot, which I've done in the last a uh, couple months, I've gone to a couple new spots mm-hmm. in San Diego and whatnot. Um, since I don't know how the ocean works there, mm-hmm. I'm much more sensitive to how everything functions. Yeah. And so I was freaking out when I was in San Diego because of certain things. Mm-hmm. They, they looked like there were rocks under the surface that the locals were just like, yeah, I've never been hit by it. Right, <laughs> you know? Right. So, so the, you know, mm. things that I, I was perceiving that I was over, you know, were over exaggerated in my mind. They were just used to, mm. Because it was normal water for them, mm-hmm. like they were at that, they were used to that depth, that uh, right, that mm. climate. Mm.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking it up. Yeah, wow, that's good. Yeah, that's um, good. Before we even go any deeper, let's, let's just pray. I'm you know? mm. the same thing.
3: <sighs> Dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this evening and uh this time that we just get to spend together um just sitting with your spirit and just sitting under your authority and um yeah just being with you god and i I pray that you know if if we can get a great episode awesome but if we can just be here with you and just learn something new understand you a little bit more get to know you just a little bit better it's already considered a success Mm -hmm. and um i just thank you um not for what you do but for who you are because the things that you do are directly tied to who you are God and that's just who you are you're just that good you just love us that much mm. and it's, it's really hard for us to understand sometimes how we can be so loved in spite of all the things that we do and um I just want to pray um and just lift up forgiveness and, and mercy and grace um not only to us but to our listeners just feel a sense of just things that people are going through, um, whether they need to go through them or not. Some of the, some of them are decisions that they've made on their own. Some of them, they're just product of certain circumstances and they're having a hard time getting out and breaking that mold and breaking that cycle, God. So I just pray for your hand over them in this time. I thank you for the things that you're doing in us, um, and separately the things that you're doing through us. Cause those are not necessarily the same. I and mean, we just lift your name. We just lift your name above us right now. Nothing crazy, just simple, just love, just you, just us. And we thank you for sending your Son and for leaving your Holy Spirit with us. In the mm-hmm. name of pray.
1: Amen. 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 Hmm.
3: <clears throat> well, <clears throat> um,. So guys, those of you listening, um, obviously we've already been <laughs> talking about new water. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I just, you know, <clears throat> we, as of right now, I'm about mm. to drop our episode with Abby tomorrow morning. So it's currently Thursday night, September 12th, 9 mm. 48 PM. I don't think we've recorded in like a month, maybe. Uh yeah, a
2: little bit longer month, maybe yeah. five,
3: six weeks, something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, you know, and we had enough episodes to fill up the space until now. Um <laughs> but there's still God just has his own way of doing things. And um just certain time and just Like I said, like I was just saying, like CJ was just saying, new water um, that we've had to kind of get accustomed to. Mm. Um, We're just processing and continuing to grow and learn. And um, as much as I would like to have an episode out every single week, every single month, every single season, every single year, um, it's just not practical. And, um, you know, maybe one day this will be a huge machine just cranking out content Mm. um but that is just not where things always start and i think if that's where cotm were already um we would have caved a long time ago and this would be (laughs) this would be rubble um Mm. because we would not have the foundation to support that um we would definitely be all top heavy and uh it just would not work yeah it just would Mm. not work and so i just I just want to encourage anybody right now, um, you know, we're in season five and we're still processing and pushing and learning as we're going and um, by the grace of God, we're able to come on here and share that um, and hopefully encourage you in whatever process you are going through, Um, whether that's just learning who you are, whether that's walking in your faith, whether that's building a business or a brand, whether it's, just anything that you're stepping into or growing in or becoming more accustomed to that is just not typical for you. Um, it's gonna take some time, and um, just don't don't force it. Don't mm-hmm. get ahead of God. Um, it's not it's not possible. But I'm just saying, don't try. Um, he has a time in mind for you. He has he he sees how things are gonna work best. Um, in your favor um, and he wants to make the ground before you flatten even so that you don't stumble um, and so I, I a lot of that comes with pace um, pace shows that we trust um, I heard somebody talking about today he was oh, I think it was a uh, Travis Green the uh, yeah. the worship leader yeah I heard us I saw a small little ID TV where he was talking about um, how he was like he's like so vision focused That he just like walks like so quick, Um, you know, as if what he's going to isn't gonna be there when he gets there. Hmm. And so he was like sharing the example of walking through the airport, and he's like racing to the uh, the wing that he needs to go to, the port that he, the terminal that he needs to go to. And he'll look up, and all of a sudden he doesn't see his wife, and it's because she's just so far back. And he's like, she's just so southern that she just has this pace of her that is just like. It's going to be there when i get there yeah. um and you know so, so just to, to tie up what i'm kind, kind of rambling on what you are called to um it's going to be there yeah. when mm. you get there yeah. um can't be late. Can't be early. you can't be late you can't be early you're not gonna you can you're not you, you can rush it um but everything is made beautiful and it's time yeah. um yeah. literally everything um and um yeah so i just wanted to encourage Some people listening. Um, We haven't been on mics in a little bit, so um, I don't know what exactly is going to come out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Side (laughs) side note on that. As as far
1: as Pace goes, check out uh, Michael. Is it Michael Todd? Uh Yeah. And is it what? Yeah. Pace of Grace. What's the church's name? Transformation. 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 Yeah. Their series on Pace of Grace. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That Jesus never rushed in his three-year ministry when he was on earth for yeah. 33 years right and did all he did right Hm. yeah it's wild. <laughs> profound it's wild. That, that sermon series is crazy
2: I never see Jesus running anywhere
1: mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> um
3: <laughs> that's crazy. that being some said some
1: Bay Area needs
3: yeah yeah
1: hmm.
2: entire
3: Silicon Valley needs it yeah needs it um anyhow yeah. <laughs> So all of that being said, um, we are currently recording towards the wrapping up of our alignment season. I don't know if this is the last episode of that season or not, um, but (laughs) we're definitely working towards that. Um, and, um, I gotta be honest with you, alignment was in no way, shape or form, anything that I thought that it was going to be, um, (laughs) and, um. You know, it was our first time sitting down and, you know, kind of looking for a word um, for our season as a collective, um, for COTM and its listeners, um, which in Root was, you know, in some way, shape or form connected to all of us as individuals. Um, And as we continued to work through the process and the season of Alignment, it's not so much that we as individuals were getting more and more misaligned. Um, I just feel like we as individuals just didn't know what was going to come. Um, mm. And, you know, how we might have been perceiving that in the actual process of this season would have made it seem more like misalignment. Um, but I, th- I don't think that that's what it was at all. Mm. Um, and so it's funny because I was in Monterey, um, last weekend,
0: and we were going to dinner along the pier, um, by the dock where all the boats are all tied in and everything, and God was just really talking to me, and he was
3: just showing me all the boats that were tied to the dock, and,
0: um, he's just like, man, so many people's dreams are just tied to the dock, and they just they won't let themselves
3: get out there far enough to actually catch the wind Um, but until you release something it can't be pushed Mm. because releasing isn't pushing something it's just letting go of what's holding it back
2: ah what is going on
3: And there is a lot of people, there's so, there's so many people, and this is part of my heart for this platform. There are so many people, some I know, and some, and a lot that I don't, that you're just, you're just leaving your dream and your passion just tied to the dock. And like, maybe you have the job that is going to pay the bills and is going to cover your worries, but it's not going to be the environment that actually makes you happy and allows you to thrive in the capacity that you were designed to.
0: Mm. So then you have to
3: find yourself doing this like side hustle or side project or something to try to just satisfy the passion a little bit, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And... Most people listening to this podcast are young enough to where you still have the option to give that dream some wind. You still have plenty of time to let that thing catch some wind and sail out. Uh There is a vastness of blue ocean in front of you for your taking. Mm. but you'd rather be tied to the dock and that could be for a number of different reasons but one of the reasons that i feel like sticks out to me is because you know the blue is very vast and um (laughs) new water once you're out there in that new blue um you are susceptible to to the elements you are susceptible to anything that can happen out there and all you then have to depend on is what you take with you um yeah and so i don't know how many life rafts you got in your boat (laughs) um but um And so in that concept, um, <laughs> about a week or two later, um, Pastor Chase was talking about burn the ships, burn the ships. And then the week after that, burn your life right <laughs> um, yeah. Well, and, geez. uh, you know, you know, then it was in the, then he started talking about the storm and, um, for your guys's reference, there's a, a couple of storms that are mentioned in the Bible, um, but there's a specific one that's mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, but mm. not in John. <laughs> um, and it's where Jesus did a bunch of teachings by the lake, and then he told the disciples, let's go across This wasn't when he went to the mountain and prayed and he sent the disciples across on their own and then he met them out on the water. Yeah, not the Peter walks on water. Not the Peter walks on water. We're just talking about another time in which he actually said, Follow me, let's go across. And so him and the disciples. And then he falls asleep. And then he falls asleep. Yeah, exactly. Him and disciples get on the boat and Jesus assumes position and takes a nap. You know, he's like, You know, these guys. (laughs) These guys got it. I've taught them. They know how to sail. Um, they, the Most like... of them are fishermen. Uh, <laughs> like... I mean, they probably know, they probably know better than but, he does. Right. They're probably all better fisher than he is and better salesman than he oh, yeah, is. Anyway. I mean, he doesn't have to sail. It's he just so walks on water. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he, he calls them to follow him onto the boat to cross the Sea of Galilee to go to the other side. And, um, there's a few things that kind of just popped up in me and I just want to share them with some of you guys. Um, I don't know exactly, obviously what everybody's going through. I don't know who all listens. I don't know who all still listens and I don't know who's new listeners that hadn't listened before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's fair. We're probably getting all those, <laughs> all those spectrum. But, um, you know, sometimes when we are following Jesus and being obedient, we yeah. still end up in a the storm. There you go. And, um, like, you know, the, the disciples could have been disobedient and say, nah, we're going to stay here. We're not going to get in the boat. We're not going to go with you. Yeah. They wouldn't have experienced the storm that they ended up going into. Yeah. They only really experienced the storm... Through obedience, through following what Jesus was asking them to do. In this particular circumstance. Now there are circumstances in which you throw yourself into a storm that you had no business being in. (laughs) So do not misinterpret what I am saying right now as Jesus calls you into every storm. Because that is not the case. Can he use them all? Yes. (laughs) Let me just explain to you. This context, Jesus called them into a storm, both times.
0: Mm.
3: Now, when Chase was preaching it, the fact that they were called out when he didn't—I don't—he didn't even highlight it. He just was talking about it. Right. And the first thing that popped up in my mind was, um, when you're a kid and you're like at the pool, or you're you're with your friends, or your family, or an uncle, or whoever. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we're gonna jump in together. Oh, man. And they say, okay, on three, okay? One, two, three, and then you jump, they and they don't. I want to emphasize God, that when Jesus is calling you, when God is calling you into a storm, or when he's just calling you to go somewhere in general, he didn't call them into the storm, he called them to go across the lake. Yeah. They didn't know that they were going to end up in the storm. So it's not like Jesus was like, hey, get in the boat. We're going to go to this storm over here. He just said, get in the boat and we're going to go across. What they ended up encountering in that process was the storm. And so when God or Jesus is calling you to something, he is not going to allow you to go by yourself. He is going to jump in with you Mm. 10 times out of 10. When God pushes you into new territory, you will face new trials and you will have to lean into God in a new way. Mm. The word says that those who are persecuted in my name are blessed. In other words, in other contexts, those that face trials in his name are also blessed because you're not necessarily being persecuted by a person as much as you're feeling persecution from a circumstance, from a situation. um, You know, you know, there's different levels of persecution. I want, to other, I want to also point out that even though they encountered these storms both times, the word says that they still made it across to the other side. Mm. And I know that when people read through this scripture, they focus so much on the storm and Jesus able to calm the storm and settle the storm and peace in him came out of him and he walked on the things that... Other people are sinking in and there's so many different pieces within that, Mm -hmm. that what stuck out to me was they still just made it across. Mm. Like Mm. they went through the storm, but with Jesus, they got across. They got to the destination that they were trying to go to. Um, It never says that the storm slowed them down. It never says that the storm pushed them back. Mm. It never says that the storm rerouted them. Mm. It never says that. It never says any of these things. It just, That's they real. they got to the other side. And the funny part about that is that there's two different storms, right? In one storm, Peter, when he's focused on Jesus, he's able to walk on water. Yeah. When he takes his focus off of Jesus, he sinks. In the other circumstance, when they're all in the boat together, when they were not focused on Jesus, the storm was rocking them. As soon as they all went back to mm. Jesus and the storm was settled, next thing you know, they're on the other side. And mm. so in both circumstances, when mm. they were more focused on Jesus, whether for good or for bad reasoning, mm. that got them to the other side. Mm. In both situations. Yeah. And... um What's also amazing about that is is when they focus on
1: Jesus and and the storm's calmed and and they make it to the other side. Mm-hmm. Their first response, I think in both of the cases, is is they're like, Who is this man? <laughs> like like yes. who is this guy? And they've right. been walking with him for, mm-hmm. you know, however long they have at those both those times. Mm. But they're in both cases are just like who is this guy? Right. You know, they even even the winds and the wave, waves obey him. Uh-huh. You know, been walking with him for how long? <clears throat> right. Exactly. It's crazy. And and it's it's almost at this point that they start to realize the divinity that's on him, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And and how he's not just Jesus the carpenter, who's uh-huh. a good teacher, but he's a Lord uh-huh. um, over the wind and the waves and and, and the Creator um, manifest as as that the Son.
2: Was the same revelation Michael Todd had. Mm. when they first saw jesus come out to him Mm. it was like oh my gosh it's a ghost so Mm. they misidentified Mm -hmm. who jesus was Mm -hmm. in the storm right right because of the storm they were misidentifying who jesus was Mm. and that took me back i was just like oh my gosh Mm. the same person that you've been walking with Mm -hmm. no it's a ghost now
1: Well, and, and I love it because I think that's something something God was speaking to me earlier this year mm-hmm. about uh, journeys journeys with God and, and going to the promised land, mm-hmm. is that on the way to the destination, right, they were trying to get to the other side, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. They were trying to get to the other side, yeah. and their focus was the other side. But on the way there when they focused on Jesus, they got a revelation who, of who Jesus truly was yeah, and a greater understanding of who he was as the Lord. Right. right? And right. his power was manifest in a different way right, than if they had just dealt with the storm as they were used to dealing with, right. you know, right. as right. fishermen. Right. Right. Um, Cause they had probably seen a storm or two. Right. Right. Um, and, it, and that to me, I think is such a, it was such a profound thing when God shared it with me because like if if i'm going on any journey to any promise whether it's through a storm or not that was kind of what he shared with me is on the way to the promised land there's always a revelation of his heart right and always a revelation of who he is Mm. and and so many times we get so focused on getting to the other side Mm -hmm. that we forget about god being there in the process right And, and sometimes we even just focus so much on god provide 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 that we forget to say okay god what's your heart for me in this season why am i actually going through this storm why why is it that this is the land like why is it that um shoot uh why is it that there's jericho Mm -hmm. in the path before me before i get to the promised land yeah right right like why are there these battles Mm -hmm. and i guarantee you that god has some crazy revelation of his heart for you in that um, and every mm-hmm. time that I've pressed in for that, I'm like, oh, this battle doesn't seem as bad because I know why I'm fighting it. Right. You know, I know what God wants to show me in this. And now that I know what he wants to show me in it, I can approach it with a totally different perspective mm-hmm. instead of complaining, rejoicing that, oh, wow. Yeah, God, you're showing me this way instead of, you know, in how many other situations I could be learning this. this right.
3: Uh, hmm. And so that actually that makes sense. Yeah. That that ties me into my next point. So that is beautiful. If you are if you're keeping along with this. Naturally. Point one. Point one. He is going to jump with you. Point two, the storms that you may experience through your obedience might get you there faster. The third point is that you are going to arrive with more than you left with. And I want you to think about this because anytime (laughs) you set out in navigation, anytime you're like, all right, road trip to LA, let's load up the car, get some snacks, so on and so forth. By the time you get to LA, not only will you have less gas, not only will your snacks be gone, like you're going to have, typically you would think, oh, I'm actually going to arrive with less than what I left with. But to what CJ was just saying is, yes, we always miss the roses we always miss the scenic route we always miss the stuff that is on the way to the journey to the destination because we're so fixated on the destination but when you are walking with god there is so much that comes Mm. in every step of the way whether you choose to see it or acknowledge it or not it is there and he's trying to get that across to you um but you are going to arrive to your destination with a lot more than you've left with Mm -hmm. in this particular circumstance with the disciples in the storms they left through obedience so they already had faith they already had trust in god Mm -hmm. because they were already following his instructions Mm -hmm. they already knew that he not the extent of who he is but they knew for the most part yeah. Or had a good idea of who he was enough to at least trust him and follow what he was asking them to do. Yeah. So they left the first dock with faith, with trust, with hope. Yeah. And they arrived on the other dock with way more faith, mm. way more trust, and way more hope. Yeah. Mm. And. Um, <laughs> That's all I can really say for anybody that's listening right now. You think, you know what? I don't have enough to get to the other side.
0: Hmm.
2: There it is. That's what I wanted you to say. (laughs) uh, Something I heard TD Jake say about this is that before... This, they, Jesus told them to go to the other side. He fed the 5,000. Mm-hmm. And there was leftovers. Mm-hmm. And So those leftovers went into the boat with them. And so what they had with them in the storm was a reminder of the miracle that just had happened. Mm. And so you do have a reminder that takes you into that storm. That yeah. will let you know it's going to be fine when you get to the other side. Yeah. So the leftovers that you have, you will have more what you have when you, when you go mm-hmm, over it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was definitely blown away by that. <laughs> oh my
3: gosh. Um, and so, it, there's a lot of reasons as to why you're not leaving the dock. I don't know what those reasons are. Most of them are fear-based. Yeah. Um, and a wise man that I was talking to the other morning, he said, you got two motivators, fear and faith. <laughs> both both can be good. God can use both for good. Yeah. But one of them is healthy and one of them isn't. Um, and I just, I just want to say that if fear is motivating you, you've got to find a way to convert that into a faith driven experience. Yeah. Um, what you are going to get out of it is infinitely more than what you're going to come into it with. Like what we came into COTM with is a lot less than what we have right now. Mm -hmm significantly less Mm. and there was a lot of fear but there was a lot more faith and Mm. what i feel like we got almost as a reward of that was just the development of us as individuals as collectives as a brotherhood as a fellowship Mm. um you know what we're able to provide to the body of christ with or without cotm just as individuals that the practice of this platform has allowed us to sharpen and iron ourselves Mm. in so many different ways um, that I don't know if we would have been able to do or grow in the same ways, just going to church and serving and developing, you know? Um, True, yeah. But, you know, even to tie that in, you know, it it sounds like I'm talking about your guys' dreams, but I have dreams too that are also on the dock, that are also tied Mm. back. Um, And I think that was what I was having the hardest part dealing with because the revelation was great it made sense and i know that there's plenty of people that are going through this fear and they're just staying tied to the dock because of it um but i too have dreams tied to the dock i almost have a dock full of boats that are just Mm. sitting there waiting for that head ship of the fleet to carry out so that the others can follow suit um and to be honest with you guys To be completely honest with you guys, COTM is one of those boats. Mm. Um, it's one of those dreams that's on the dock. And you guys might hear these episodes and see the platform and be like, what What are you talking about? Or, you guys are definitely out there. Don't get me wrong, we are in the water. But you can still <laughs> be in the water and be tied to the dock. Mm. And um, Jeez. what I mean by that, <laughs> is, that <laughs> that's real. is that the ship is built the ship is built but the ship is not built to stay there and the comfort of COTM just being a podcast is the dock that I'm talking about but I just wanted to share that piece of you piece of it with you guys because I too am struggling and suffering from the same fear and I just happen to be better at encouraging Other people than I am at encouraging myself. Mm. Um, I have a lot of confidence. I have a lot of hope. I have all of these things, but that doesn't mean that I don't still have fear. That doesn't mean that I'm not still crippled by fear at times. Mm. Um, And um, I just want you to know that your your boat is meant to be out in that water. Mm. Um, Mine is too. In the processing of this, um, there was another revelation that kind of came to me today. Um, and it was that if you are in a storm or when you are in a storm hmm. that the people that you were sailing with the people that you might have been sitting behind the wheel with or chilling in the in the in the back You know, watching the waves while the boat's sailing. The people that you were with in close proximity, when a storm is occurring, everybody has to man their station.
2: Yeah, it's really good.
3: And what that means is that the person that you might have been leaning on is no longer standing next to you to lean on. Mm. That doesn't mean they disagree with you. That doesn't mean they're no longer in... That mean, doesn't mean they're no longer your person to lean mm. on in general. Yeah. But in that moment, when the storm is brewing, they're not going to be right there. Mm. And that doesn't mean they're a bad friend. Right. That just means they have to man their station. Yeah. Mm. And when things are going crazy around us, we naturally go into fight or flight mode. Yep. Your first instinct is always going to be self-preservation above anything else that is going to be your natural instinct as a human being is oh my gosh everything is happening how am i going to survive how am i going to survive this and part of what god has been showing me is that i didn't have enough i had a bit i had an act an adequate amount but for me I didn't have enough of my own faith so that when storms were arising, I was depending on the same person or same people that were there when things were calm to also be there when things were not calm Mm. at all. And if Peter was the rock, And the other disciples and all of us were dependent on Peter being the rock. How are you when you're no longer around Peter? Mm -hmm. How were the disciples when they were separated? You know, we don't Mm -hmm. hear any of those conversations in those writings, you know. I'm sure they disagreed at times. I'm sure there were so many different things that Jesus was doing that they all had their own opinions on. Um, You know, and some of those circumstances, they were together. And some of them, they weren't. And what God has been showing me is that I've really needed to develop my own faith um, and really dive in on who mm-hmm. me and God are. They don't man their station, yeah. and you don't man your station. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen to the boat in yep. the storm? Mm-hmm. If we're all together because we're comfortable that way, right. the mm-hmm. storm is going to take the boat, bro. Right. <laughs> like It is going to take the boat. That's so Somebody's mm-hmm. got to be on the wheel. Somebody's got to be in the front. Somebody's got to be in the back. Somebody's got to be on the side. Like, But we're all going to have to be on an accord as the body of Christ. If you listen mm-hmm. to the alignment of the body episode, we talked all about being on the same accord as the body. Mm-hmm. And the it's great when you have that independent relationship with God, but God also calls us to go out in twos and in threes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about where two or more are gathered, so is God. It talks about two are stronger together but a triple threaded cord isn't easily broken broken. Mm. and you know so there's so many things in the word that both are prevalent but i just want to encourage you not to focus on one more than the other both need to be equally as strong and developed Mm -hmm. and um yeah yeah
2: yeah because one strand can't be uh a thinner thickness than the other two strands it's um, huh. the, they're equally um, as strong they're equally as stretched in in width um, you see a, a whip and there's their strands at the end but the length of the whole whip, it's all um, intertwined together mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the same length um, but also when when you have to go man your station, that puts a certain level of pressure on you because if you don't man your station, but the other person's manning their station, mm-hmm, um, uh, batten down the hatchets, and you don't go batten down the hatchets, and somebody says uh, P- port to stern, which is like you gotta turn the steering steering wheel in a certain way, right? That if the mm-hmm. hatchets aren't battened down, the wind is gonna take it the opposite direction, mm-hmm. and so you already have a certain level of uh, of pressure, and when you were already talking about the storms on the surface level, mm-hmm. I was. I was thinking on like what's going on beneath the surface of yeah. the water. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, it's calm, but the deeper you go, the more pressure that there is. And I was like, okay, again, the, uh, more pressure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then what the Bible says about pressure in 2 Corinthians 4 is we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. Mm. We are hunted down, but we are never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus mm. so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Jeez. So like we were talking about before, it, we're called into this, and in, not into the storm. It's obviously to get to the other side, but it's ultimately to show the life of Jesus that is still inside of us. All of mm-hmm. that pressure, all of that storm, all of those different circumstances is intentional to show the life of Christ it was Mm. intentional that Jesus came out walking on the water in the midst of the storm it's intentional to bring something else out of you the revelation CJ was talking about is to show you the different side of what Jesus is to us yeah Mm. Um, so that was really good I think this episode should be called Man Your Station Hmm. um that was really good, Pretty. <laughs> Can't wait for you to actually preach on the stage. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> regardless. <sure. laughs>
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll
2: be there regardless. Um, <laughs> I be see me in the back. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> 100% promise you.
3: And so, <laughs> if you are not ready to man your station, if you're not ready to go out into the blue, um, if your ship is not ready to leave the dock what are you doing in the meantime Mm -hmm. are you preparing to sail out are you preparing for what storms may occur are you like you know like are you getting ready are you even called according to that purpose are you actually walking towards that purpose or are you just like sitting there looking at your boat and just like washing it down every week, mm. and just not—you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm you know what? Do what are mm. you doing in the meantime? And um, and so there's a, there's a lot of pieces to this, and I don't know what one piece is more important. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to elaborate on it because I know that <clears throat> where we're at in our lives as mid twenty year olds. Um, some of us younger, some of us listening older. Um, shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Um, we're at very delicate places in our lives um, where we feel like everything we do in this, ge- like in this decade right now, is going to single-handedly determine what we do for the rest <laughs> of our lives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that's real. And. Part of, a lot of that is true. A lot of that is true because the foundation that you are building right now is what you're going to be standing on. Um, and if you build a poor foundation, then you're going to have to rebuild it at some point in time. Um, but true. because we're everywhere, because things can go any way, any which direction, a lot of our lives just feel like storms right now. Um, We just feel like the wind and the waves can just blow us this way, blow us this way. Maybe it just blows me into my job and settling into that career. Maybe it blows me into this relationship. Maybe it blows me into, it could blow me into anything. Um, And um, I know that causes a lot of anxiety and depression and um, unsureness. Um, It dwindles at our confidence. It dwindles at our faith. Um, It dwindles at our hope um it it deteriorates a lot of things that we're so badly trying to stand on mm-hmm. um and I just know that um a lot of you just need to hear this right now um for a lot of different reasons some of you it's just an affirmation some of you it's a reminder um some of you it's it's the life it's the life throw or the life uh the lifeline. the lifeline being thrown out to you right now um that's pulling you back into the boat um it's so many things for so many different people. And I think that's why I'm having a hard time focusing it down to one particular piece. Yeah. Um, but I just I just wanna encourage you guys, um, you can do anything. You have the choice to do anything. And so I just, I don't want your life to be dictated by fear. Um, as millennials, with everything that has been provided to us, we have more access to information, and opportunity than ever before, like mm. than ever before, and I understand that all of those different directions can be paralyzing. You know what? I'm just stay on this dock because I don't even know. I don't even know where I want to go. Mm. Um, you know, I don't even have a map to get there. Even if I knew where I wanted to go, yeah. um, you know, so I get it. I get it. Um, but there, there's a part in just walking in faith, and um, yeah. I think there's two options. God's either going to show you where you're going or he's going to show you the path. Um, But he's not going to show you both. And so there's going to be faith that's going to be required regardless of what he does give you. If he gives you the path, you're going to have to have faith in where that path might end up. If he gives you the destination, you're going to have to have faith in the path that you have to take to get there. Um, And um, if we just did everything based on how sure and confident we were, I don't know how this world would ever change and evolve and grow. Hmm. I don't know how us as humans would ever change and evolve and grow. If we just, oh, well, we already know these things, so I'm just going to settle in what we know. Advancements, technology, science, self-awareness, like, none of these things would ever grow and develop Hmm. to actually provide us the type of information and opportunity that we Hmm. now have. So we were dependent on people's faith. When they didn't have answers, they pushed through anyways. And because they pushed through, you now have the opportunities that you have. And that doesn't mean that, oh, I gotta do this because somebody else suffered. But we are all one body. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, i don't know the verse but it's in i think first or second peter um where it talks about us finding not joy but us finding comfort in our struggles and in our temptations because we know that our other brothers and sisters in christ are dealing with the exact same things Mm -hmm. um and so maybe you don't have to do it because someone else suffered um but you get to do it in knowing that somebody else is suffering Mm. um you're not alone and if you feel like you're alone then i really encourage you to reach out to somebody i really encourage you to get in somebody else's boat if that's what it takes um but what i can assure you is that jesus is not going to let you jump by yourself Mm.
1: yeah
3: that's all i know at this point in time (laughs) Mm. (laughs) um so i just um yeah alignment Alignment mm. has <laughs> alignment has been an interesting one, yeah. um, and uh, for those of you that know us a little bit more personally, uh, you probably know exactly why I'm saying that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, all I can say is um, we have a lot more coming up. Yeah. We'll mm. get to that. That uh, God has not stopped moving. Yeah. God mm. has not stopped talking. God has not stopped blessing. He has not stopped doing anything. He has not changed, and he never will. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, can I pray out? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want <laughs> <laughs> to...
3: Sorry, I'm just... No, that's good. Rambling. No, it was, all
2: of it was on. If you want to continue hmm. to ramble, I will sit here and listen all night. <laughs> that was fire, bro. But, um, yeah. Um, Lord, I... I want to pray for those who um, who were called to uh, burn their life, their lifeline, um, their lifeline that they have set up for themselves. Um, the verse that you put on my heart ever since a child was uh, Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and you will make our path straight. And um, there's so many of us, Lord, who have a general idea of of where you're taking us, but no safety net, um, no way to go back to where we came from, no way to get back to the point where we didn't sail off the dock, Lord. And and I just I want to speak boldness into the people who are who are listening right now, Lord. I want to speak uh, a sense of calm and peace that. If you aren't in the boat, Lord, then you're walking to them. And if you are in the boat, then um, there really is no no panic, there is no anxiety, there is no fear, for you are with us. There's so much calm in just being with you, Lord. And so I, I pray, Father, that um, that they would know that that you're either on your way, or you are standing right next to them Lord and and as they all know that um, you do live with inside of them Lord and um, Um. that would be a ever uh, ever uh, reoccurring assurance to them that they know that you will never leave them nor forsake them That whatever they're going through it it's it's intentional to get them to a mindset, to get them to a place that you want to take them to a new level, to a higher level, Lord. Um, for these light afflictions cannot compare to the greater glory. <laughs> I love you, Palomo. May you live long. Um, and I pray all these
3: things in Jesus' name. Mm.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: Amen so thank you for tuning back in um (laughs) i don't know if this is the end of alignment or not (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i just i just pray that uh you learn from our mistakes and our successes um there's a lot to be taken from both and that's exactly why we have this platform Um, and that's exactly why we utilize it the way that we do so that if we get something wrong hopefully you'll get it right Um, and Mm. if we get something right then you can stand on those shoulders and progress to the next and um, yeah we just we just love you guys no matter who Mm. you are no matter where you are and uh, we just pray that God continues to unfold things and you know if it's if it's assurance you're looking for there's plenty of it in the Bible. Um, <laughs> mm. I don't know if you need to hear it verbally, but there's plenty of it in the Word. Uh, there are so many promises for you. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just want to leave you with that. So thank you guys, and, uh, yeah, have a good rest of your day, whatever you're doing.